Hello and welcome back to the Leader of the Pack podcast. I am your friend and confidant, Marcelo, and I will be here with you as we share some wisdom, insight, and laughter in today's world. Today's an amazing episode because um, yours truly will be the topic of discussion. So <laughs> with that, I have uh, I have our friend Natan here with me. Natan, hello, my friend. It is a pleasure to be live with you again. So yeah, and Marcelo, it's great. We get to chat during the week, but then we also get some official things like this, you know, and uh, podcasting and planning events and changing the world and that's right. Yeah, I, lo I love that our relationship is made up of personal stuff and the big stuff, right? You know, it's 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 the on the ground. How are you doing? How's your family? Stresses, all of that for both of us, right? Stresses as as well as as uh, joys and things like that, and also the vision for the world and for LOP and changing people's mindsets and yeah. You know, so I'm grateful for our relationship and all the different levels that, that are in it. Well, this is what Leader of the Pack is really about. You know, we talked in our lasting leadership courses um, about having having a, a life of leadership and a life of brotherhood intertwined, you know, and this is what it's about. It's about bros getting together, talking, being vulnerable, you know. I love it. I love the relationship that we built. I love the relationship we're building, as well as those that I'm building with other men in our in our community. So Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. So I I have turned this podcast on its head. <laughs> um, and so for those of you listening, I actually gave Marcelo no time to plan this. He didn't know this was coming. So it's going to be real, uh, which is how it always should be. And uh, we will forgive Marcelo if I ask him too much of a direct question and he's not ready to answer it. But let's start with this. Uh, Marcelo, some of us have seen this journey that you and your family are on. In fact, the truth is, since I've known you, you guys have been on a journey. And if we're not journeying, then we're stuck, right? So this is, this is perhaps an extension of that. But there's an official journey you're going on, calling it God's Adventure. Can, can you explain to those of us who know maybe a little bit or nothing about it, what what is happening and why do you get to go and go and no one else does <laughs> well you know what we'll talk a little bit about that so god's adventure first of all thank you for bringing this up because you know while while it really is my entire new life now moving forward it's a culmination of everything that's happened as of 2 years ago um maybe even 3 years ago in israel i think it was 3 years ago where this was originally spawned Long story short, my wife was in Israel with, uh, with her business coach. You were there three years ago, March of 2017. And while she was there in uh, the promised land, God said, August 1st, 2020, you're going you're gonna to move. Things are going to change. You know, we, we didn't realize what it was at the time. We were starting to make moves uh, to move out of California. We had a feeling this was no longer our home. We had family in Texas. Her older brother was in Texas. We were looking at moving to Texas. Um, we had friends in Utah. It was one of those things that we knew change was coming. Um, and, and it was one of those, like, my wife just said, okay, I'll let it be. Um, and over the course of the last two years, things started manifesting more and more. August 1st was getting closer. We're realizing something's coming up. We don't know what it is. 
Mm. But the minute you put a, a deadline, a minute you put something on a calendar with the hard date, um, there, it becomes dynamic. There's something about it that goes, okay, what are we doing? So about a year and a half ago, you know, we said, we started having this conversation of, hey, what if we, what if we were to travel in an RV? You know, I used to be in the entertainment industry and we have a lot of events that were across the U.S. that I didn't service, that I didn't manage because I stayed home with my family. Um, one of the decisions I made about five years ago was to no longer travel and, and manage all the events here in Los Angeles instead of traveling uh, in, in other states. So it started with, what if we travel in an RV and I kind of do a bunch of these other events and my wife was in network marketing um, and she said, well, what if I then go teach classes in other states and we start traveling, we get out of California. Um, it was like, all right, sure. And it manifested from that into, hey, you know, it would be really cool if we went full time living in an RV and doing something completely different. And somehow about nine months ago, it came to her that we're not going to just go on an RV trip now and uh, travel the US kind of like, you know, retired old people. We're, we're going to actually go out in the ministry and we're going to start praying for people. So, you know, like, look, I, I'm not, I, I believe in God. Um, I have a desire to read the Bible from cover to cover. I have a desire to pray for people and to minister to people. And I think that's what a lot of what, what leader of the pack has, has brought into my life, being willing to be vulnerable with other men and praying with other men. Right. It's something that I'd not, I, I it, it was never as comfortable as it is now beforehand. Right. Um, but my wife started getting these visions of praying over people and our kids praying over people. And, and, and at one point in time, she got this vision, Summer, you're not going out into ministry to pray for people. You're going out to change lives. You're going out there so your kids can teach other people how to pray for people. And then on top of it, you're not going alone. We are wrangling up troops to go alongside you. So long, long story short, um, I'm selling all of my stuff. I'm literally picking up my mat and my family and we're walking, we're getting out of here. We've, we've purchased an RV. We've purchased a, a new truck to pull it. Um, and in a, and just a few short weeks, we're leaving California and where we go, only God knows, you know, we're going to head out into the world and start praying for people. We do have a, uh, an area of, of conversation that we want to talk to in churches. You know, we're going to go on God's calendar. God's really blessing us more and more every single day, every single week. And we're ready to be servants to the Lord. We're ready to go where he wants us and where he needs us. That is, that is so inspirational. Um, you know, for those that, that believe in God, this is, this is a powerful, powerful decision to make. Those that may be less, you know, make God the center of their world, this is inspirational to have a focus that is about helping other people and about uh, blessing other people. I want to ask you a question over here. You say that you've been blessed more and more, right? You made this decision, and man, there's some difficult stuff you guys have been through. And even selling, even selling part of your toys of the kids and your clothes and, and, and all sorts of things, that you're like really giving up a part of yourself. You know, you're giving up a whole lot of things that, you own, and very often the things that we own, we've invested ourselves in, right? It's part of who we are. 
when you say you've been blessed, uh, you know, in the past few months or specifically since you've made this decision, how do you as Marcelo define blessing? How do you see blessing in your life? Life is easier. Mm. Blessed for me, life is easier. I, um, well, let's talk about this whole COVID thing. This, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in, in my industry have lost their job. You know, my, the entire entertainment industry is done. Yeah. Right. Um, I had the privilege of, of recognizing where we were headed. And I think it was like the Tuesday, it was like on a Tuesday when I went to the office and said, I get to recreate something new for myself. You know, I, w- I used to be um, their, top, their, their top lead guy that went out on all these big jobs. Um, it was always Mar- the big job goes to Marcelo first. And I said, hey, listen, I know I'm your, your top dog. I need to step back. I need to focus on my family. My wife wasn't doing well. My f- kids weren't doing well. You know, I was, I was working 12 to 18 hours a day um, two to three weeks in a row. And then I take four or five days off and go at it again. I said, I can't, I can't do that anymore. I have to, I have to scale back. And, um, that was like on a Tuesday and that Friday, um, the company lost the, one of the largest music festivals here in Southern California. And then shortly after that, they lost another one. And shortly after that, they lost another one. And it started that spiral effect of all live events are getting shut down. You know, it's your fault, Marcelo. <laughs> you know, maybe it is. I don't know. So, but I had the privilege of being able to say, "Hey, whoa, I'm going to walk away from this before it got taken away from me." You know, and and in that moment, in that moment of going, instead of going, "Oh, dude, I don't know what I'm going to do," we had already decided we're going to take steps to cover our bases, and we've already been. You know, we should, we 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 lost a business back in August. Um, and we had a lot of assets and we've been starting to sell all those assets. So we figured, you know what, we have a little nest egg of six months. We'll be fine. And then COVID hit, right? And uh, everything stopped. And instead of us being fearful of money not coming in the door, we recognized where we were at. We recognized that God had prepared us for this. He gave us September, October, November, December, and January to sell all of our other assets from beforehand to be able to be in a place where we were at to go, okay, we're okay for a little bit. Instead of being in fear when all this happened, we knew that God had a bigger, greater plan for us. That's hard. That's hard to like listen to and, and go, okay, I'm trusting you, God. I had a conversation with a coach uh, about a year ago. Like, I don't know what a God-fearing man is. You know, he says all that, he would say all the time, I'm a God-fearing Christian. I'm a God-fearing Christian. Well, I don't, I don't fear God. I don't understand what that means, but I believe in him. And I believe he's got a plan for me that's greater than anything I can grasp. These last few months where I've recognized that, that certain things happen for a reason, okay? Blessed financially, blessed financially. This whole um, co- uh, uh, stimulus package that popped out, I actually didn't get a stimulus check for a long time. And it became one of those things, oh, because I screwed up years ago, my taxes are a giant mess. I had a bad accountant. Um, I'm not going to get it. And sure enough, out of the blue, I got a stimulus check. You know, these, these loans came out, these, these, these government loans that came out, they opened up things for self-employed businesses, right? And I said, oh, I'm not going to do it. I don't make, I don't have any employees. I'm going to put it in anyways. Guess what? I got that one as well. 
like before I knew it, things just started lining up. The most powerful blessing for me, hands down, hands down, the most powerful blessing. I had the opportunity these last, oh, I don't know, four months now to be home with my family every single day. Amazing. Okay. How amazing is that? How many men and women for that matter struggle because they, they drop their kids off at school or at the nanny or with the babysitter or at grandma's and they have to go to work. I had the opportunity to, to have a Bible study with them every single morning, have breakfast with them, have homeschool time with them. Like our life has been truly, truly blessed these last few months. Like I, I don't, I can't imagine my life any other way now. So there's blessed for you, man, on wow. numerous facets. Very, very beautiful. And, and I think that it's important that uh, people see blessings in different ways in their lives. Um, and whether that's um, time with your family or financial stability or whatever it is, I think this is just my belief. God wants us to recognize those blessings, whatever they are. For some people, the blessing is not to have, right? For some people, the blessing will be, hey, I don't, I don't own that house and I get to move around. Or, you know, I, I, I lost my job and I saw the greatest blessing through it. You know, sometimes that blessing is being able to have a mindset of pushing through when the rest of the world can't see a blessing goes, oh, if I was in their position, oh my gosh, I'd be like, you know, <laughs> I'd be looking, I wouldn't be able to see the blessing, but, but a real blessing is being able to see the blessing. That's what I'm trying to say, right? Whatever that may be for you. So that's, that's amazing. Can, uh, as, as a man that I know is very uh, passionate about protecting his family, if the next question is, you mentioned your kids and your kids praying for other people. How are you preparing them for that? Like, if, if, if we're honest, most kids who are homeschooled or even go to school, whatever it is, don't see the pain of other people, right? Whether that's because they don't see it or people put up barriers and don't show children things or other people things at all. But to be honest, when we start praying for people and with people, um, it's a really um, vulnerable place. How and are you preparing your children to see that vulnerability in other people, to see a grown person cry and need? Um, yeah, what, what preparation have you done or are you thinking of doing or are you just like, hey, whatever it is, it is and God's got us over here. But around your children, what, what's your mindset going on this journey with them? Well, I think number one is experience. Okay. So, so my wife has been praying for people, for strangers on Facebook for over a year now, probably a year and a half, you know, and my kids get the opportunity to witness that it'll be, um, whether we're sitting on the couch, whether we're in the car, it'll be guys, hang on a second. Mom gets to pray for somebody. So the kids get to sit in silence nearby and listen to what that sounds like, you know, mm -hmm. and we also get to listen to the response back. Um, sometimes we get some, sometimes we don't. So, so number one experience, they get to sit through it. Okay. And if you ever watch, if, if you ever go out and start praying for people, um, 
the kids are watching. The kids see what you're doing. And it is so beautiful to watch these, my kids especially, just go out and pray. You know, there was a time when my wife said, okay, we're not leaving the store without praying for somebody. And my, either my, my middle child or my, my youngest child would go, mom, 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 I want to pray for that person. Wow. And it's the cutest thing having a little four-year-old or a little seven-year-old go, um, I want to pray that you're healed and that you're safe and that whatever's going on, that you know God is with you and that God loves you. In Jesus' name, amen. Moving on. And my kids just think it's so natural. Now, you got to remember, we pray all the time. We pray before meals. We pray on telephone calls. We'll pray on Zoom calls. Like, so my kids are accustomed to praying out loud. Right. So, so that's number one, the experience. And then number two, when it comes to that vulnerability part, well, I think there's also another facet to it. So, so the vulnerability, you know, we don't know what it's going to be like. I really don't know what it's going to be like. You know, my wife had a vision of Lily, my seven-year-old praying over people lined up at this chicken shack in Alabama. Right. And you're like, what? This doesn't make sense. (laughs) Right. Yeah. There's, there's a video of that prophecy on, uh, on our YouTube page uh, and our Facebook page. It's really funny how Summer had this prophecy. Um, but then stuff like, you know, people call up, hey, I was just at the chicken shack in Alabama the other day. Wait, it's a real yeah. place. When all of these things happen, at some point in time, you're like, God's got us. I don't care. God's got us. It's all good. You know? So, so there's, there's, there's a lot of ebb and flow that goes to it. And lastly, you know, let's talk about because one of our pillars is protection, right? I'm not going to put my kids in a place that's not safe, mm-hmm. right? That is, that is my, as head of the household, that is my number one priority. I will not yeah. put us in a place that's not safe. You know, it's, it's I'm not going to go taking us to South Central LA where there are um, drug deals or, or homeless people that are all janked up, um, I don't even think that's a word janked up, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) cranked up and, and have them praying over them. You know, there's common sense that comes to it. So there's a level of protection on that regard. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to take, make this up as it goes along, knowing that uh, God's calling us to something greater than a nine to five. Man, it's so beautiful. And it's interesting that you went to the protection because that was going to be my next question. You know, you're going to be on the road. You're going to be, tired you're going to be traveling you're going to be meeting strangers all the time um i i'm i'm so curious to uh hear if if yet i mean you've still got a while before you go but have you uh thought about how you're going to keep your family safe have you spoken through with them are you going to have a family meeting and talk them you know like we do and teaching LOP? You know, guys, if this happens, this is where I need you to go. Or, you know, while mom's praying for someone, if you know, it looks like I need to be there for some reason, this is what I need you to do. Or, you know, have, have you started going through that type of stuff in your head of, of the protocols that you're going to kind of create to keep you guys safe? No, that's a really good conversation to start. You know, we have been so beeline or, or racing to the finish line of getting out of here in time, that that's a conversation that we haven't had yet. However, we're really blessed that we get to leave here and we have a week long vacation in uh, up in the mountains with her family. So I have a little time to talk about that. And then there's a whole safety protocol of living in an RV. You know, where yeah. are the fire extinguishers? How do we get out of here fast? How do we get out of there fast? So, so that's a whole nother conversation that we get to have here shortly. Once we're living in the space, you know, once yeah. we're, this is where it's at. 
you know, um, that's a lot of stuff that dad gets to figure out first, right? Yeah. There's, you know, that's one thing having, having our, my RV parked in front of my house and going in and out of it every single day to whether we're doing Zoom calls in it to get comfortable being in that space and working in that space or putting our personal belongings in there and, and such. Uh, that's something that's our next, that's next on our task list. But then when, uh, when you're out there and the real deal happens and dad's tired because he's been driving all day and mom's got a Zoom call to do and someone's on the side who you know, wants to be prayed for or whatever it is, yeah, you're going to have to be dynamic and uh and know yourself be conscious of your own your own reality and your own mindset you know i guess if you're if you're feeling tired and and not not focused and things like that maybe you're gonna pull into a motel for the night rather than sleep in the rv or whatever it is you know just to be conscious of, of yourself i can't wait for us as lop to come on this journey with you and uh you know i want you to know that we're praying for you you know, you, you're, you're committing to praying for other people. We're praying for you. And we have LOP guys in, well, over eight countries around the world, let alone the States of America. So, you know, feel free to drop in at any time uh, to any of, our, any of our LOP brothers. And you're a very important foundation in LOP. And so I think it'll be a great honor for anyone to accept you in, into their home uh, if you need anything. Um, let me ask you a, another question. Summer, your wife, is a very inspired, uh, passionate woman around her goals and, and, and role in, in the world. Being that a few years ago or even a few months ago, you kind of had your own mission as well. You were out doing massive concerts and, and events and all that type of stuff. Now, you're finding your own business to, to build and podcast and, and doing stuff for LOP and stuff like that. But you're going to be in each other's face all the time. Are you planning uh, a communication around that, around how, how do we do this thing of being in each other's space? Or do we get to, you know, like we spoke about this morning, go walk about, for, for, for a night or for a day or, you know, that, that's one question, being in each other's face. The other is, dude, how are you going to do date night with your kids in the RV? <laughs> What's going on with that? We are figuring that one out. Let me tell you, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. fast. <laughs> it, it doesn't always have to be rough and rugged, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um so there's a couple things there <laughs> no no slow is smooth and smooth is fast um <laughs> here's the deal you know so a lot of us have been on lockdown you know i'm in los angeles starting in march march april and and most of may we really didn't go anywhere we were in each other's space for three months. Yep. Yeah, that's a great test run to what it's yeah. going to be like. Now, granted, I'm going from a 2,400 square foot house to a, mm -hmm. um, oh, I don't know, eight, 600 square foot RV. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big dynamic shift. However, you know, we've specifically picked this model, this floor plan, 
because it has a master bedroom in the front. So my wife gets to do her Zoom calls in the front. Um, the kids have a bedroom, a bunk room that we're building out. I'm building a bunk bed for them. They have a bunk bed and a loft. And then I have the whole living area in the back. You know, so, so we do have some dedicated different space. Um, and I, I also recognize that, you know, we're going to travel around and we're going to do all this stuff, um, but, but we'll be in new places and I'll be able to take the kids away while she's on her Zoom calls. There will be dedicated scheduled time when she has to work. You know, my wife uh, is just launched a 52-week Bible study course for women, um, which actually a lot of the LOP wives have jumped on board, which has been really amazing. So, you know, we, we know that there's, there's a handful of hours between that and her coaching that she, she gets to be at work, you know, dedicated work time on Zoom calls that so many adults already do. So I get to, I get to be away from that and, and go hang out with the kids, you know, and there's also the same thing with me. You know, she knows that on the off days when she's not working, I'm going to schedule my Zoom calls. I'm going to schedule my podcast and my other stuff when I get to do the same. And there's also Starbucks and libraries, you know, so we've had that conversation already. And again, I'm not really worried. I think our dynamic at home has changed so much since recognizing that this is something greater. Um, I think as a man, a lot of struggles that came up in our relationship, the first 14 years of life uh, of marriage rather was, was trying to find myself and, and what the head of the household really looked like. You know, and I thought it was about making money and that failed miserably. I thought it was about bossing people around that failed miserably. I think I find that it's, it's when we are in agreement with each other um, and we recognize each other's strengths and weaknesses and how to lift up each other, each other's weaknesses, that our relationship has really shifted into this new dynamic ebb and flow that we're in, that I don't mind being around here. I actually enjoy being around her, you know, so I'm not too worried about being in confined space for the next two, three years Amazing. at all. You know, it's so beautiful to hear you speak like that. You know, we've, we've been on a journey together. I've seen some of that stuff. I've been, you know, witness to some of that stuff. And it's so, such a blessing, bring up blessings. It's such a blessing to hear you speak in that way and to, to recognize a different dynamic and, and a beautiful dynamic. Um, and I, I strongly suggest anyone who's listening that has had a difficult dynamic in their relationships for a long time to try and look at what external factors, not internal yet, what external factors can actually be changed that may change that dynamic and that reality, right? The external factor that we had absolutely no power over COVID-19 and what the rules were going to be, and who lost their job, and whatever it was, that changed the dynamic for so many couples, for so many families. I can't tell you how many men have told me, I didn't know my children, and now I do. I didn't realize that I could enjoy day after day being in my wife and my children's presence and COVID-19 and whatever came with it has kind of forced that to happen. Um, and isn't that amazing that so often we think that it's always internal stuff that needs to change and we never want to change internal stuff so we don't make the changes, but sometimes it's just the external stuff 
that needs to change to give us space to work on the internal. You know, so wow, Marcelo, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing the beginnings of, of this journey. I know I really don't want to take more of your time. I know you're packing and you're selling things and you're organizing and, and, and there's a lot going on and you're holding it together in the most incredible way. But on behalf of all of the listeners and all of the LOP, you know, we just wish you focus and patience and love and a continual um, passion for life, a continual passion for doing what you believe you're here for um, and, and, a, and a beautiful growing connection with your family that it's not one person's mission or another person's mission, it's our mission. And within our mission, each one of us has a specific role and an important role. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Have you got any other uh, advice for us that are not crazy enough to uh, sell up our house and go <laughs> in an RV. But have you got anything else that you want to give us some advice while you're, you know, already in this incredible, incredible place? Look, so the the journey obviously starts with you. You know, you don't have to necessarily sell everything and jump on board with us. Although I'm finding more people as we share our story wanting to and starting to do the same thing. There's another wow. couple that actually sold everything and got an RV. One of Summer's old students just purchased an RV and they're selling everything here and they're traveling out of state because they don't want to be here and they recognize the same kind of things that we're recognizing. So, but you know what? You don't have to leave everything. You know, there, there's still ways to be a part of a journey like this. A lot of what we're doing is uh, heading out into churches and speaking about certain things in churches. And we'll talk more about that for sure in a coming yeah. episode. But, you know, I would tell all the listeners, jump on board with us. You know, there's, there's a great story that we are sharing out on social media. Um, you can find it. I'll put the links in the description below at God's Adventure. And um, jump on board, follow the story and, and engage in the story because I would love to bring my family to your neck of the woods. Um, even to Israel, Natan, we've already talked about it. We are yeah. gonna, our, our our big plan is that we do the states two to three years, and then I want to go global. I really want to enter the mission field globally. I want to go to Nepal and build build homes. I want to rebuild uh, orphanages. I want to build schools for the underprivileged, like drill drill wells. Like I mean, like globally, big time. Real deal, man. Real give, deal. Give back to the world, man. Um, I've done a little bit of everything. It's time to share that with the world. So, you know, so, so back to the question, look, you, you may not be at the point where you're ready to give it all, but I will say you should be at the point to give it all for God. Mm. Give it all for God. You know, he's got a plan for each and every one of us. The guy who flips burgers at the, at the, at the store down the street um, to the guy who is a, a CEO of a fortune 500 company. God's got a greater plan that are than what we see in, before us. Let go and let God listen to what he's trying to tell you because he keeps trying to tell you. And it, it, it matters. Are you listening to the little voice on one side that tells you, I, want, I need more money? Or you listen to the other voice on the other side that says, go give that person over there an extra $10, $10 tip, you know? So. Wow. What a vision, Marcelo. Thank you so much for, for sharing with us. Uh, we will continue on this journey. And yeah. Guys, Marcelo is going to put in the links below. 
follow God's adventure, follow uh, what Marcelo and Summer and their incredible kids are doing. Um, and if this is something really foreign to you, maybe you want to follow that because it's foreign to you. Maybe this is something that, you know, is, is like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. Well, brilliant. So watch how they do it. Learn from how they're doing it. Um, you know, I, I am very, very much one, and this is a totally different podcast, but I'm very much one. Um, if you know who you are and you are strong in who you are, then being surrounded by different opinions and different experiences is not scary. It's actually beautiful and it's, and, and it, it's inspirational, right? Because, okay, so they're crazy doing that just because I watch them and I'm intrigued by what's going on. doesn't mean that I'm going to, you know, have God come over me and convince me to sell up all my stuff and go and live in an RV. Maybe, maybe you will, <laughs> right? But either way, let's follow them. Let's watch them. Let's, let's pray for them. Let's hold them, hold them up. Because I have a big feeling that you guys are representing far more than just yourselves moving out of California and going into an RV. Yes, so, yes. That's it for me, man. Amazing. Thank you for sharing. Well, thank you for uh, having me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for this interview, a uh, spontaneous in interview of me. Um, did you learn something new? I always do. So folks, you know, I just want to say thank you for all the listeners out there who keep tuning in. Um, I'd love to carry on this conversation on Facebook. You can find us by searching on Facebook for Leader of the Pack. We'll be there. We will continue on this conversation with you. Don't forget, you can also be a part of our upcoming virtual LOP Engage event. Check it out at LOPEngage.com. More updates will follow. I think that kind of covers it. Guys, remember, Leader of the Pack is about leadership. We stand up, we lead, we protect. Leadership starts with you. God bless and great days. Goodbye.